from the land of the ice and snow. Let me show you where the wild goose goes. Up. Sunshine last for me. I'm the guy with the hop with the key. I'm the green. Look at that! All right. Dip, 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 dip. Shank, dig, 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 dig. All right. Eight six six seven two four ninety three thirty eight. That's my telephone number. Feel free to dial me up at any time for any reason. Reaching out, feeling that pre-holiday joy, which is all right with me. Uh, I like it. And uh, the gentleman called me up earlier. Let me see. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. The bit with no end. Oh, man. Oh, man. What happens? Uh, it should be featured in every boss jock class from coast to coast. What happens if you're a raconteur and you have an idea for a story, but you don't have the end lined up before you begin? It happened to me a long time ago. Billy ran tape on it, and man, oh man, to this day, it's been haunting me. Every now and then I play it, just to remind me, Grease, planning, buddy, planning. Huh? It's better to stay silent and be thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Oh, good, I remember, jeez. Man, oh man, when was it that this happened to me? Let's go to the bit vault. Well, you know, I don't sleep long. I sleep in shifts. I sleep in the daytime, and then I sleep in the nighttime. And uh, sleeping in the daytime is a drag sometimes because people are noisy in the daytime. You know, I try to sleep about 2 o'clock in the afternoon till about 6 and rest up. And, and uh, well, uh, people are always outside, you know, cutting grass, running lawnmowers. Jeez, it was worse in Florida. Down there, everybody was big with those model airplanes, you know, those kind with the remote control. And there I am trying to sleep, and all afternoon I'm hearing... As these people are doing loop the loops with their figure eight aeroplanes, and it started to bug me. I mean, it really started to bug me. It started to make me mad. I talked to them about it one time, but they said, "Hey, what are we supposed to do? Do it in the, you know, at your convenience or at our convenience? We're not disturbing the peace. It's too." I said, "All right, all right." And I got in my four-wheel drive and I left. And I called a buddy of mine. And I got my own plane made up. With a 22 caliber gun mounted on it. I painted it black. And I put foreboding-looking red crosses on the wings. And I know it was illegal, but I had a super-powerful radio transmitter to control this plane. And I waited until those maggots got out in the field. These guys love their planes. They live for their planes. You ever, you ever seen one of those clubs? Those people have those remote control planes? They spend thousands of dollars on those planes. They're expensive. And they're always real careful with them. They land them like real planes. Oh, they're just so wonderful. So I took my plane out. And I got in the woods with it. And I took out my binoculars and I watched. I watched until all their planes were airborne. And then I launched my plane. My special plane. Sure enough, I flew it to where their planes were. I got my plane in position right behind one of theirs, and I opened fire. Direct hit. The plane spiraled. A little plume of black smoke came out of the gas tank, and then... They were flabbergasted. They started looking all around. They wondered, where's this plane coming from, and who's controlling it? 
but they couldn't see me because I was in the woods with my extra powerful radio transmitter. These maggots. $2,000 worth of aeroplane lying on the ground. The guy ran over to his plane. He was whimpering. Oh, God! Who did this? Who did this? The other guys were trying frantically to land their planes and get out of there, but it was too late because my plane was too big, too fast, and too deadly. <laughs> After a while, I really got to enjoy it. I got to enjoy the destruction. I was sitting there in the woods with spittle coming out of my lips as I tracked down those planes. The last plane was landing, was landing. I couldn't turn around fast enough. The guy picked it up, threw it in the trunk of his car, and he took off. But by this time, I wasn't stopping at just the planes. I wanted butt. I wanted a piece of their butt. And as he drove away, I moved in with my black ace. <laughs> hit on the gas tank. I hit the button for the plane to return, and it wouldn't come back. It just kept flying around. I hit the button for the plane. It still kept going, and then slowly it turned of its own volition. I hit the button for it to decrease altitude, and it increased altitude. And then it started coming straight for me. I hit the stop. I hit the auto-destruct. Nothing. The controls were dead in my hand. It was then that I realized that I could no longer control the plane. It swooped in low and made a diving run at me! Fortunately, I dove into some bushes and I didn't get hit. It was then that I realized the plane had a mind of its own! It was a plane of death! Completely out of control! I looked around. The air seemed cold. I could see my breath. I started to run, but the plane wouldn't turn me loose. Oh, no! The plane was right behind me. No! No! I found where I parked my van, and I climbed inside that thing. I took off, watching the rearview mirror frantically. I didn't see the plane. Maybe I'd lost it. Maybe somehow I'd lost the plane. Maybe somehow I'd gotten away from it. But then I saw it. It appeared behind me. I could see in the hot heat from the highway, the plane coming closer and closer. I tried to duck down as the plane made a low pass over my van. It shot out the back window. I strove for control. I had to get near some people. I had to get in public. I had to get away. When all of a sudden, I lost control of my car completely. Unfortunately, I couldn't find the sound effect, so I couldn't make the noise of the car crash. He was... He was a disc jockey Borhog in a long story with no way out. But somehow he had to get out because he's on the air and he knows full well that somehow he's got to get back into music after telling a long story about blowing planes out of the sky. But how? What does he do? Does he have one final explosion where the plane self-destructs? Does he have Damien suddenly realize that he doesn't want to blow this man away because then there won't be any more Damien stories? Or does he simply hit some commercials and say the heck with it? What does he do? What does a boss jock do when he's trapped in a story with no way out? When he's trapped! with a live microphone and a cart rack full of sound effects. Damien! Get me out of this story, Damien! Damien! <laughs> I know what he does. He looks around frantically. He knows he's got sounds of everything in, everything in the book. He's a boss jock. He's quick on his feet. He decides, rather than get stuck, he'll take a trip south of the border. 
<laughs> and maybe he can hide out in Mexico, where people will forget about the story. The story he started and couldn't finish. The story without a punchline. But no, that'll never do. Because people won't have it. People won't have it. They demand an end. They demand a punchline. And that was our man's dilemma. How to get out. When he's already started slinging lead, he's gotten into Damien, and now he's south of the border. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he calls on help from a buddy of his. Maybe he calls on the man uh, who's chain-smokes Chesterfields and wears cheap suits. Maybe he calls on the man... Uh... <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. I just... Hey, look. All right. Hey, come on. I'm a human being. You know? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Grease. I mean, talk about a hideous happenstance. <laughs> One funny at the time. Yes, I did that bit. And I remember as I was doing it, too. People in the station started noticing, hey, the grease is, the grease is hung up. And I could see people walking over to the glass by the studio and staring in at my befuddled chin. Everybody's like, like, wrap it up, wrap it up. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm just stuck. And ever since then, I thought, well, I'm going to be extra careful. Reminded to hear that every now and then uh, as I do my duties. Uh, all right, it's the Grease. Got to take a break, but I'll be right back, so please stand by. There's more of the Grease Man Show.